talking Colorado Mesa men's hoops with Mavs coach Mike DeGeorge on the team. With us right now, the head coach of the Maverick men's basketball team, Mike DeGeorge. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Doing well, Jim. Thanks for having me. Well, you got to be feeling great today. Uh, weekend sweep, you go to Black Hills State. They're just the number three team in the nation at that time, you know. No big deal. You get a win there. You get a win against South Dakota Mines the next day. Uh, you just got to be thrilled with the way your team is playing right now. You're 14-3, and 9-2 and two in, in conference play. But getting that win at Black Hills State, uh, with that, you know, they were undefeated going into that game. They had won 13 straight. Uh, they they beat you last year in the South Central Region Championship game. You get some payback. You end their winning streak to start the season. Had to feel pretty good getting that win at Spearfish on Friday. Yeah, it did. You know, they have uh, they got it going right now. They had I probably I think they said they had three thousand people there. The game was on uh, NBC, the local station. So everybody there is pretty excited and. Um, you know, we've been two evenly matched teams in my time here. We've had some great games. And, um, you know, it seems like the team that loses the last one always has a game plan for the next one and has a little bit of, a, of, a, of an upper hand. And so it worked out for us this time. And, you know, uh, obviously Blaze 3 was awesome and, and really carried us down the stretch when they just started isolating Joel Scott one-on-one the whole last 10 minutes of the game, drawing fouls about every possession. Yeah, Blaze was sensational, 26.6 rebounds. Also had a couple of assists, hit a couple of threes in that game as well. Uh, he had 26, Mac Reniker at 18, 12-point effort from Trevor Baskin, 11 from Owen Kuntz. Uh, but I thought that one of the things that certainly was a, was a factor, you mentioned Joel Scott, you know, that he had 31 points. He certainly got his, but nobody else was in double figures, and that was huge. Matthew Ragsdale, of course, we talked about him, the transfer from Western Colorado. He only had four points in that game. Scott got his, but nobody else got theirs, and that was huge for your basketball team defensively. Yeah, that was the game plan. You know, we really just didn't want to let their shooters go off. And, not, you know, he had 31 points on 16 shots. He had an incredibly efficient uh, night, Scott did. But he didn't have any assists, you know, and uh, their shooters didn't get any. They got some looks. You know, we had some breakdowns where they got some looks. But they were sporadic. And, you know, we were sagging off uh, Cisse, their great defender, and he had a couple of threes in that first half. But it also just sort of kept their shooters from getting looks, getting in a rhythm, and uh, just all around. I thought the guys did a great job executing that plan, and and uh, you know, and and it was just we also needed to distribute fouls on Scott. You just can't play him with one guy all game because he just draws so many fouls. I think he drew nine or ten fouls in that game, and you know, so we were able to distribute those fouls against four guys and and give them different looks, and I thought that helped us as well. You know, and I thought some other other key numbers i mean you scored 50 points in the paint 11 points off turnovers and you out rebounded them by i believe it was nine so i mean those were all big numbers that uh, that certainly were in your favor to win that game on friday night yeah and i think that you know our increased pace of our offense uh has helped us get those points in the paint they tend to sag on us and just force us to make jump shots and in that NCAA tournament game, we just couldn't make a shot, and they weren't really guarding us, and we were too ISO-oriented. And so, you know, when you just move bodies around, you just have better pace. They just tend to close out more, and then that gave us more gaps to get in the paint and make plays. And so, you know, 50 points in the paint for us. But like the fact, you know, if you'd have told me we'd go five of 22 from the three-point line, uh, and CSA hit two threes 
you know, I, I would have thought, well, that's not a good sign because <laughs> he's only hit four all year and we're going to sag off of him. And then if we don't make any threes again, that's not good. So, but I thought the pace of our offense really allowed us to, to get the ball into the paint and have angles to finish. Colorado Mesa men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us on the Team Sports Network. And then I think after you get a win like that, Mike, and, you know, it's a, it's a great victory handing a team their first loss of the season. You get some revenge for the, the postseason last year, all those things that the next day it's tough for guys to play at that same intensity. And that's why you have to be thrilled with the way you guys came out and played against South Dakota Mines, as you mentioned, a, a much improved basketball team. You get the nine-point victory, 69-60. to 60. But the most important thing is you go there after that that big crowd, the environment at Spearfish on, on Friday night, not as many people at, uh, at to watch the game on Saturday at uh, the King Center in Rapid City, but you go out and get a victory, get the weekend sweep, and, and that's the important thing was the way your team was still able to to go in there and get a W after coming off such an emotional win. Yeah, it really was a grind. And, uh, I mean, just as the game was unfolding, it just felt like every bounce didn't go our way, and that's just like we just weren't quite in a rhythm at either end. The guys were trying hard. I mean, you could just see it. Uh, in them, and, uh, and it just wasn't pretty. But, you know, we battled, and the, the reality is, is you got to have a go-to guy uh, to win games on the road. And, you know, in both nights, Blaze just really stepped up down the stretch and made the plays to just, uh, you know, and, and, and at Black Hills hold on to that lead and at, uh, and at South Dakota Mines create that separation at the end. So, um, you know, it helps to have, have a guy like him uh, working for us. Colorado Mesa men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us on the Team Sports Network. Now it's Fort Lewis and Durango on Friday night, Mike, and number 15 team in the nation right now. So you go from number three going into that game against Black Hill State to now number 15 in Fort Lewis. Uh, They lead the conference in scoring 87 points per game. You lead the conference in defense at 65, you know, and a half points per game. So something's got to give Friday night. Best defense, best offense when you face the Skyhawks. Yeah, they're very talented, and we actually scrimmaged them to start the year, and they put it to us in the first half pretty good. Um, and so they, they're, uh, they're a little different than anybody else in the league. They can put four guards out there that are all very quick, as quick as any guards in the league, can shoot it uh, at a high level from three and can put it on the floor and make plays for themselves and, and, and move the ball to each other. So that's a pretty unique skill set when you can do that, and then you – on top of that, they have uh, post play. You know, uh, Boatwright's still there at six nine. I don't know, two hundred and seventy pounds or something, and he moves well. Uh, he's a load inside, and then they got a stretch four who's six nine. Uh, and so, you know, they they have a lot of pieces, and they're playing at a high level, and and so it'll be it'll be every bit as big or bigger challenge than going to Black Hills. And Akil Cott for them, averaging 24 points per game. He's on the Bevo Francis watch list. Likewise, for Blaze Three for your ball club and Trevor Baskin as well. So that's, that's a lot of impressive talent, uh, those three guys in the Bevo Francis watch list all on the floor coming up Friday night. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, he's a special talent, and he can really get going. And last year, you know, down the stretch, he just – he just really, even, you know, they had the great score, but uh, he kind of took over and became the centerpiece of their offense, and he is not taking his foot off the gas this year. He's having a great year, and he can just really score the basketball in isolation situations. So, you know, they do have that guy that can just go get a, a basket when they need it. And so it's kind of like the same thing with, uh, 
with Black Hills is that you feel like you got to be up 10 going to those last five or six minutes uh, because it's going to get ISO-oriented and it's just hard to stop their best score. When you look at, at the Fort Lewis roster, we mentioned Boatwright and what he means to that team in terms of his physical play in the paint. Who else on that basketball team, maybe from a perimeter standpoint, Mike, poses a challenge for your team? Well, all of their guards are just very quick, so it is a very big challenge. I mean, they just bring uh, – I'm going to struggle with a couple of the names here. Um, but uh, Junior Garbrow is one guy who last year he was not in good shape and he didn't have a good year, and he has gotten himself in, in great physical condition, and he is scoring it. And, you know, they have uh, Opia Ogben is a guy that played with uh, the Spellers in high school and won a state championship with them, and he can really score, and he's a great athlete. And so they just bring a number of guys in in their rotation. Uh, they have a transfer who led, uh, was one of the top scorers uh, in, uh, at uh, Western Missouri last year, and he can really score. And so they just have, you know, a number of talented guards uh, that they're going to have three of them on the floor all the time, and then they do a small ball lineup where they play all four of them together, um, which has created a lot of problems for people. And so when you look right now at the standings, Colorado School of Mines, 10-1 in the conference. Fort Lewis, 9-1 and your opponent on Friday. Black Hills State, got a win against them. They're 8-1 and and you're 9-2. And, and, and UCCS is right behind is behind you at 7-4 at a few games back. That, I mean, the the battle to, to host the RMAC tournament, uh, that, I mean, that's still very much there for your basketball team, sitting at 9-2 and with, the, of course, Mines still uh, coming up for you. Yeah, you know, what we told the guys before this road trip, I'm like, this is the biggest road trip of the year. And if we win all four, we've got ourselves back uh, in the conference regular season race after, you know, putting up, making it pretty hard on ourselves, losing the first two at home. And um, so we'll see what we can get done on Friday night. And then obviously then we'll have that emotional turnaround and having to go over to uh, Westminster the following Tuesday, which is very challenging. But if we can get through this next stretch, you know, we're right in the thick of things. And just as an example, Black Hills, or excuse me, Fort Lewis, five of their last 12 games are against us. Uh, they have one game, obviously, with us this year on Friday. And then they still have to play uh, Mines and Black Hills twice each. So five of the last 12 against the other three of us. So, and we really will only, after Friday, we'll just have one more game at Mines against the top group. So uh, the schedule starts to work in our favor if we can have uh, a, big, a big next week. And, of course, we'll have Friday night's games, the men and the women from Durango, Wayland Gymnasium, women's pregame at 5.15. They'll tip it at 5.30, the men at 7.30 on Friday night here on the uh, Team CMU Sports Network, brought to you by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance and, of course, Westminster on Tuesday for the Maverick basketball teams. Hey, Mike, congratulations. Uh, fantastic win for your team at Black Hills State and a great weekend for your team as well. Best of luck coming up with Fort Lewis on Friday. Appreciate it, Jim. Thanks. Thank you. There's Mike DeGeorge, coach of the Maverick men's 